My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone, again, and welcome back to The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. Thrilled to see you again this week. Hear you, not hear you. Thrilled for you to hear me. You know how it goes. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I've got a great show for you tonight. Um, and I really, want to, I really want to say thank you to all listeners. I really want to say thank you to the people who are uh, contributing, who are writing to me on Facebook, who are, um, you know, reaching out online. And, you know, uh, sending me messages, sending me questions, sending me feedback. I really appreciate it. It's very, very useful for me. And also, you know, as I've said before, I really want this to be a a resource for you. Um, You know, I want to answer your questions. So if you have things that you are, you know, curious about or that you have issues that you're dealing with, please don't hesitate to reach out. And there's a number of ways that you can do that. My name is Domini Drew, and I can be found at Domini Drew Coaching on Facebook. I also have a website, at Dom, uh, which is dominiedrew.com. I can be found also on Instagram and Twitter at dominiedrew, and that's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y and D-R-E-W. So please feel free to reach out, send me your questions, comments, feedback. I'm always happy to, uh, to interact. If you would like to call in during the show, you're more than welcome to do that. The number you can reach me at is 708-793-793. 7769. And again, that's 708-793-7769. So please feel free to join me um, to you know, give a call in. I have people who have, are struggling with particular relationship issues. They want specific questions answered, and I'm always happy to do that. And that's, that's what I'm here for. So by all means, use me as a resource. So uh, again, my name is Domini. I'm a men's relationship coach. I help Single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. And, you know, the levels that I work on primarily are sort of in the psycho-spiritual realm for the most part. Um, Sometimes I'll do things like dating tips, you know, things to watch out for, um, ways to, you know, to meet more more women uh, or men, you know, whatever your preference is, Um, ways to meet more people, ways to um, interact more clearly, how to break up, things like that. And today I'm going to be uh, entering that realm a bit more because I've been getting a lot of questions lately about um, how to present yourself, okay, as attractive to a partner, okay? Um, I speak with, you know, uh, with men all day long, um, my clients who have all these questions, and so often I, I will draw from that and, um, and really, you know, take a, a, wider, a wider view and, and a, a wider approach and really help a, a lot of different people. To, um, you know, by answering certain questions. So I really like to draw from that, 
from those um, from those questions. And usually when I do that, a lot of people tend to resonate something that they're not just the client is struggling with, but that a lot of people are. So today I want to look into um, how to present yourself to attract a partner. And as I said, this is a little bit more um, practical um, work that I'm, I'm working on today. I don't like the word advice. I just avoided using the word advice. Um, I tend in general not to advise a whole lot. Uh, the, the levels that I work on are really quite a bit deeper. And so what I tend to do is just ask questions. And what, what I do by doing that is I invite you into a deeper awareness of your situation. Okay. So the reason why I do this work is I have this gift, really. Um, I've also trained for, for 15 years in this field, but really I have a sort of natural tendency to um, see how people are holding themselves back from what they want, you know, those subtle forms of self-sabotage. And so what I do is I, you know, I can identify them and, you know, I, I identify how you're holding yourself back from what you want. And we address it right there, you know, in, in the course that I, that I teach. So it's been really, um, it's, it's, it's a really powerful, really powerful process. Um, you know, while I do go somewhat into, into the practical, um, what to wear, what to, you know, how to present yourself, um, things to, things to say or not say for the most part, that's not really what attraction is about, which is why I tend to avoid it. Okay. So if you're, you know, you're single and you don't know why you're not attracting a partner, it's probably not because you have the wrong haircut. You know, that's really, that's not what uh, a woman or a person is, is, is looking for in another person. They're not just like, oh, I really want somebody with this particular haircut. Okay. Just about everybody's wish list. If you, if you write it all out, just about nobody has a certain kind of haircut that they really want to go with, but it can look that way, right? This is the whole point. So, so you're single, you're, let's say you're doing everything right and you're still not getting the results that you want, right? So what tends to happen is you start looking for reasons, right? And you use your brain because your brain is great and your brain um, really tells you, um, you know, lots of things. Well, your brain kind of tells you most everything. Um, but it's really, you know, it's, it's taking a logical approach will tend not to work, okay? You'll start looking for reasons. You'll start looking for, mm, it's my haircut, it's my clothes, it's the way I shave my beard or I don't shave my beard and, and all these sorts of, of things. and that's just, you know, it's, it's not that one thing. Okay. I'm going to say nine times out of 10, but really it's, it's actually just probably 10 times out of 10. You're, you're really, there's something underneath the surface. Okay. Something in your unconscious that's holding you back from what you want. Okay. So when you're, when you're dealing with the unconscious, the unconscious is a lot more powerful. Okay. Than, than the, than the conscious mind. All right. It's a lot more um, you know, instinct-based, intuition-based, uh, it's deeper, okay? It will always win. The unconscious will always fucking win. So if there's a conflict between what you think you want but what your unconscious really wants, it, your unconscious will win out every single time, okay? So that's why I work in the area of the unconscious, okay? Because that's where the magic happens. It's not about the haircut. I mean, I shouldn't use that as an example because I'm going to talk about haircuts today, but, <laughs> but, but really I want it to sort of come from this place that, you know, it's, that might be a thing and you may want to change your haircut, but what's important is that you don't like your haircut, right? If, if you, you know, uh, I think I should, maybe should dress just better. I need a better job or think because women want this, isn't this? Well, 
Not all women want any one thing whatsoever. Every woman does not want the same anything whatsoever. That's just, there's just too many. There are too many women. Okay. So working on this sort of um, assumption, right? Of like, oh, women, they want, you know, they want money. They want men with money. Some women do. Yeah, of course. Do Does every single woman want a man with money? I don't think so. Have you asked them all? Because until you ask them all, you're just making shit up, basically. You know, you're trying to find a reason that you're single that isn't about you, really. And the fact of the matter is, it is about you. Whether you're single or not, no matter what problem you're struggling with in your life, it is about you. You know, we find these underlying patterns that, that last for, you know, years, lifetimes, but years, right? So people struggle with this their entire life. Um, and they go, and I don't know why it's because of, you know, women I've always struggled with dating and, and for my entire life. And it's because women, you know, fill in blank, whatever. Okay. So my next question is what is the underlying common denominator for all of those past experiences of that negative pattern? Okay. What's the common denominator? What is, what do all of those things have in common? right? You are. You are the common denominator of every negative experience in your entire life and every positive experience in your entire life. It's all, it's all about you. Okay. Luck doesn't last that long. And it's, don't get me started on luck, but it's, it's kind of not really a thing. It's certainly not as much of a thing as people make it out to be. Okay. So what, so what's important here is that you're, you're becoming self-aware. Okay. And that's what, that's what we're really going to discuss today. This is really about becoming um, becoming aware of your inner desires and your inner negative intent, your inner self-sabotage, okay? Because I swear to God, you, I've done this for 15 years. If you can discover what your the areas in which you are self-sabotaging, the world is your goddamn oyster. It absolutely is, okay? So there is nothing that can stop you other than you. And I'm in the business of helping you Stop stopping yourself. <laughs> that may not be a new tagline for the business. I'll, I may have to rethink that one. But but that but that really is what it what it's about. It's about you know ending the self sabotage so you can free and clear go for what it is that you want in life. Right. All right. So let's get started. So today I want to talk about um, how to present yourself to attract a partner. So I touched on this just a second ago, but I have a lot of clients come in and say, okay, well what. You know, I, I haven't, I, t- I picked the haircut thing because I had a client today say um, that he thought that his hair was too long. You know, his friends had told me, told him that their hair was too long. And that's the other thing is that, you know, when you tend to struggle, you tend to, t- to turn to your friends, right, for advice. So if you have, you're like, you know, I'm still single and I, I don't know why and I'm, I'm really struggling and your friends will tell you why you're still single. And I'm sure your friends are wonderful people but they're clueless. <laughs> they have no idea. You get advice from people and, and it just perpetuates, you know, they're just drawing from their life experience, which is not yours and is not necessarily the same as yours. And they're also drawing from a lot of um, really harmful, um, so like cultural norms, right? And social beliefs. Okay. So um, let's say you have you know, women want money. Okay. It's like, you don't have a job and you're single and you don't know why 
and you go to your friends and your friends say, well, it's because you don't have a job. You have to have a job to date a woman. Is, is, is that true? Does every man in the planet who's in a relationship have a job, make lots of money, cut their hair? So it's really easy to get sort of pulled into these sort of solutions. And of course, they're trying to help. You know, you're their friend and you're, you're lonely and you're in a relationship and they, you know, I get it. But, you know, you're, you're sort of clawing for, for answers. You're, 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 can't think of the word I'm trying to say. You're like, you know, splashing around, like desperately trying to, to come up with something that will solve your problem. And the fact of the matter is, is there's nothing outside of you that's keeping you single, really. There just isn't. So when we talk about how to present ourselves, so why am I not contradicting myself? So how to present yourself is important. Okay. It is. Um, and it is objectively important, but not in the ways people tend to think. Okay. So let's say, you know, you're a, um, I don't know, late twenties guy and you, you know, wear a lot of flannel and you're kind of like a casual dude and you're a little bit like that, maybe like sort of a, you know, frat boy type of feel or something like that. Okay. And you sort of think, oh, maybe I should like dress better to, to attract a woman. Well, a couple of things with that. One is if you're, if you're changing your clothes to attract a certain person, you will attract a different person than the type of person who wants someone who wears the clothes you actually wear. Let me state that in a far less confusing way. Um, if you're a, a flannel wearing dude, you are authentically a flannel wearing dude. Lots of dudes are. That's great. Good for you. You're comfortable. You know yourself. That's who you are. You're confident in those clothes. If you're confident in those clothes, we're going to come back to this. Okay. So if you're a flannel wearing type of type guy and you're looking for a flannel wearing type of woman, then you dressing in slacks and a button down shirt does not serve you. Does that make sense? Because you're going to, you know, best case scenario, first of all, you're not going to be comfortable in the button down shirt and pants. Okay. Which is again, does not mean that you don't necessarily need to clean up your act in certain situations. You might, but I'm just assuming that this is a situation in which you're a flannel wearing guy and you're, and that is authentically who you are that truly expressing. You're not like, you know, just sort of lazy or, or not, or not caring, right? That is genuinely, you, you've thought about it and you go, you know what, this is what I want to wear. This represents me. This is who I am. Great. So then what you're looking for is a woman who is attracted to a flannel wearing man, because that's who you authentically are. So if you change your clothes, then first of all, you will, uh, you will not be comfortable. And that communicates a lot, a lot. If you're pretending to be someone else, that communicates a lot. People feel that, women feel that, right? So if you're, if you are, um, you know, if you're trying to be someone you think women want, that's where everyone slips up. That's the problem, okay? You're trying to make yourself into someone you think that you should be. And if you've heard my show before, <laughs> you know my thoughts on shooting. Stop shooting on yourself. Stop shooting on your friends. Stop shooting on the rest of society. Keep your shoulds to yourself. And don't even keep them to yourself. Just get rid of them entirely. They are meaningless and irrelevant and highly, highly psychologically damaging. Okay? Most significantly, they're, they're irrelevant. It doesn't matter. They're not real. Okay? There is no, you know, we walk around 
this picture in our mind of what women want. First of all, who decided what women want? How the hell do you know? I don't know what I want half the damn time. So don't you come in and tell me that I want someone who's, you know, well-dressed or not well-dressed. It's like, have I even had that thought? I don't even, I don't even know. Okay. So there is no across the board. This is what women want. Generally. Okay. Which is not to say that like, you know, you can act in any way you can, like you need to be respectful and you need to respect boundaries. And there's, there's basic, you know, human, I'm talking about um, trying to become someone else for the purpose of attracting a partner. Okay. As you can see, that starts putting you on the wrong track. Okay. If you're a, a flannel wearing guy wearing a suit will a not attract anyone. It, it will not attract anyone. Most likely like, what do I say? 80 to 90% chance that you'll, you'll actually have less, less luck than you did before. Um, and then if you do have luck, then again, you're, you're attracting the wrong woman for you. Okay. So, um, okay. So let's come back to this. So, so let's, let's back up a little bit and let's look at what attraction actually is in general. Okay. Attraction is, is like, let's be real literal here. We mean, we say attraction and we're talking about, um, sexual attraction and romantic attraction and things like that. Attraction actually is just a, a magnetic sensation. Okay. You are drawn, you are attracted. You are literally drawn to a thing. Okay. So I have a lot of relationships with people where I'm very attracted to them and it's not sexual at all, but the attraction is very strong. Like I feel strongly about that person, but I have no desire to have sex with that person. Okay. So attraction itself, if you isolate it is not necessarily, um, aligned with, uh, with, with sex or, or romance. So attraction itself, it's a magnetism and this magnetism comes from within. Okay. It is radiated out. Okay. What it is that's radiated out is that confidence, right? Self-love. Being in love with yourself, being attracted to yourself. Those are the things that attract people and they will attract everyone. Lovers, uh, business partners, investors, um, family member, you know, when you, when you, when you address these deeper levels, okay, these deeper levels of self-sabotage, then you shift inside and the blocks that are kind of holding in your light in a way start to come down. And the more the blocks come down, the blocks of the self-sabotage, the more the blocks come down, the more radiant you are right? It tends to be the way, you know, when, when someone's attracted to me, somebody just said this, it was the kindest thing last weekend. Um, we're, I don't know, somewhere and kind of dancing around and someone just said, you are radiant. You know, I can feel the attraction from this person. And the reason is because I've done so much of this work myself that I've, I've dismantled all my blocks. Not all, that's not true. Still got more, but like enough of it that I'm a whole different person than when I began really. Okay. So there's a huge amount of shift that can take place. This is not just theoretical. It's not just spiritual, quote unquote, in a, in a way that, in a way that doesn't reach the physical. It is spiritual, but it's in a way that's tangible because what really needs to happen for, for spirituality to, um, 
to exist and thrive and deepen is to connect the spiritual with the physical. Okay. It's not just one or one or the other, you know? So, <laughs> so when you're trying to, you know, so, so when you're, when you're trying to work on, on attraction and things that you, um, that you, you think other people want to see, it's, it's really, this is why it's all inside. It's all inside because as you take those pieces down, the self-judgment, the self-hatred, we've all got it. We've all got it. Okay. There are just some things that, you know, being a human comes with, and this is one of them. Okay. Self-judgment, rejection of self, things like that. And as you start to address those things, you start to love yourself more. I mean, I went through a very, a very profound process um, where I literally, I fell in love with myself. I became, I, I got into a relationship with myself um, and it was very much like a romantic relationship. And there was issues and I was against myself sometimes. It was like there were two people. Um, but, but then gradually I, I started just to kind of connect the pieces and, and, and take down those blocks and risk being vulnerable and, you know, risk looking at those, those parts of myself that I found that I thought would likely be, you know, hideous or unlovable or would be rejected by society. You know, I was, I was rejecting them first. So, so as that happened, um, I, I became more whole. This is the wholeness that people talk about when they talk about the spiritual world, okay? And people use that word wholeness and it's kind of sometimes like, you're like I, what the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea what you mean. That's what that actually means, okay? You're finding those areas in which you're against yourself in which there are areas which are, mm, they actually are, are sort of traumas that have been kind of frozen in your, um, in your energy field, but then also actually in your physical body. But that's, I don't, I don't want to rabbit trail too much here. Um, but, but that's really, that's, that's the wholeness that they're, of which they're speaking when, when the spiritual world um, talks about wholeness. So, so this is really the process of that. And that's honestly why I love to work with attraction because attraction, oh, it's just lights me up. I get so excited. Attraction is always a hundred percent authentic. Okay. You can't pretend it's not there when it is, and you can't pretend it is there when it's not. Okay. So it's always, always authentic. It's always um, just what it is and nothing else. And the cool thing about that is that you can look at it and you know exactly what you're dealing with. You know, it's, you know how people talk about, um, you know, uh, dogs or animals and how authentic they are. Like if you, you know, you are having a bad day or you're angry or whatever, you know, and you're with a horse, something, a horse, if the horse is like loose in a field, you know, and they're like over there visiting, if you shift in a way, in a certain way, the horse will just like leave, just pick up and leave. Okay. I don't want to be around this. And it's completely authentic. You know, it's completely, it's, it's not faked. And so that's why, you know, uh, attraction is so, is so valuable because it really is that authentic. So, so back to what attraction is. So attraction is this magnetism. Okay. It's, 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 um, it radiates from within and it's juicy and it's sexy and it's rich, right? There's a, a depth to it. A um, a richness, juiciness to it um, that is really powerful. And as you can see, it just totally does it for me. So, um, so, so more than that about attraction. Okay, so some of it is physical, sure, but for the most part, it's not. Similarly to how um, only 7% of communication is verbal, 
sort of the generally accepted amount um, is actually words. 7% of communication is actually consists of the actual words. And then the rest of it is, um, and then the rest of it is, uh, um, excuse me, then the rest of it is, is uh, body language and tonality. Okay, the tone of your voice and how you move your body communicates a huge amount more than, than the words to putting in, right? So the same thing. Are there some physical things you can do? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, and, and, and that's, and that's great. Really what that's going to be about is about making you more comfortable and confident. Okay. To get back to that 93%, which is radiating outward from yourself. Okay. So, so again, similarly to the communication, most of attraction is, is going to be, um, you know, energetic and psychological, and then some of it will be physical. Okay. So most of attraction is what you're putting out, not what you're putting on. Okay. But you can use what you're putting on as an exercise. So we'll start there. Let's go with dress. The most important thing about how to dress to attract a woman is that you're doing it in a way that's authentic for you. Okay. You need the cut to wear the kind of clothes that you feel sexy and good in. All right. A lot of people don't ever do that. They wear what they think they should wear. They wear what they, um, you know, think that um, they look, you know, they, they look good in or that they, um, you know, somebody gave me this thing. And so I feel like I need to wear it. Shit like that. It's just, it's the most ridiculous thing. So here's an exercise. This is, this is, <laughs> this is actually a remarkably um, powerful exercise for me uh, in my transformation. And one of the reasons why I, I look and feel completely differently than I did before I started this work is because I started dressing in a way that I like. Okay. And that shifted people's reactions to me a lot. Okay. So one kind of clothing is not better than another. Women objectively don't prefer one thing over another. However, right. Cause it depends on the woman. However, do self work and find your style. Okay. What attracts is that magnetism. And then that's formed by confidence. And self-love, like we just talked about it, right? So this exercise. So <clears throat> go through your closet. And I mean your entire closet. Doesn't need to take long. Go through everything that you own piece by piece. Okay? Consider each piece. Consider that shirt. Consider that jacket, those shoes, those jeans. And as you consider, ask yourself, does this piece of clothing light me up? Okay. Am I excited to wear it? I can't wait to wear this. So excited. Do you love it? Okay. Does it represent who you want to be? Or are there other reasons that you're keeping it, right? The guilt, the shoulds, or the logic. Guilt, shoulds, and logic, man. It's like the three horsemen of the apocalypse. I made it three because I can only think of three things. <laughs> Anyway, some number of horses and some level of apocalypticness, apocalyptivity. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't have a, a guest on the show. <laughs> so, so, <clears throat> so guilt, shoulds, and logic, right? So, so do this with all of your clothing, okay? This will be such an eye-opening experience for you. It's so unbelievable. 
it sounds like such an incredibly simple thing, but it is so revolutionary. It's really quite remarkable. So go through what you own piece by piece. Okay. Consider each piece, ask these sorts of things. Do this with all of your clothing, everything that you own and divide it as you go into two piles. Okay. The things that light you up and the things that don't, don't make it more complicated. Than this. It's really important. Do you feel naturally lit up by this piece of clothing? Do you feel brightened by it? Are you excited to wear it? Or is your first reaction a thought, oh, mom gave me that. So if you're wearing a, a piece of clothing that you're wearing because your mom gave you, that will put out a certain energy, okay? Because you feel a certain way about it. You're wearing it because you should wear it because you love your mom. You can love your mom and not wear that shirt. That's totally fine. Goodwill that shit. I give so much shit to Goodwill. I seriously, I think I, I keep several of them stocked just alone. <laughs> so, so don't be shy about it. And then go out and find clothing that lights you up. And don't buy a single piece of clothing that does not light you up. And see the difference that it makes. Because truly, you start wearing things that make you go, oh, hello. Yeah, I still, still love mom. It's great. Um, you know, all of a sudden, you're starting, you're, you're seeing yourself go, oh, you know, my ass looks great in these. Wow. You know, you walk around with that, that puts out a certain energy. Which one do you think is going to attract more people? Okay. This is about being attracted to yourself. It's about wearing the, the shit that lights you up. And that's important. Okay. So going through your entire thing and honestly, look at those two piles. Okay. The one that lights you up and the one that doesn't. And you will probably be amazed at at least the equivalent size of them and possibly a lot less. I mean, oh, you know, I didn't do this all in one thing where I got rid of my entire wardrobe, but I, I did this over a period of time and it was incredible. It was like, I had maybe five or six pieces of uh, items of clothing <clears throat> that I love, couldn't wait to wear. And the rest of it was just sort of like, there were other reasons, really good, logical, smart reasons. And the fact of the matter is that's irrelevant. It is. You're wearing somebody else's clothing. Give it to Goodwill. Let someone else wear it. Go find clothing that lights you up. So now I will buy absolutely nothing, not one thing that does not absolutely rock my world. I just won't even do it. And it's been incredibly, incredibly powerful. Um, you know, when you, when you love the way you look, you are different in the world. So, um, so know that, you know, um, let her, you know, find out what it is that, that, that rocks your world, you know, what excites you. And so part of that is also going to be, so what you're going to find as you keep doing this is you're going to, um, you're going to see your style emerge your authentic style, okay? And this may be, even if you sort of know who you are in this area and you're comfortable with the clothes you wear, it may be different now than it was two years ago or a year ago or a week ago, you know? You might be ready for a new phase. That's the kind of thing that holds you back, okay? So when you're, um, when you're telling yourself you can't do something, like subconsciously that's what's happening, right? You, that this shirt does not light you up, but you're wearing it because you should wear it. So mom gave it to you or whatever. 
So then you're saying no to yourself. What yourself just told you is that this is not what I, this does not represent me. I'm not, I'm not interested. It doesn't light me up. That, that is completely authentic. If something lights you up with no effort whatsoever, that is your inner guidance system. That is sacred information. Okay. That tells you a lot. You can do a lot with that. So, um, so get to the point where you can start to recognize what lights you up and what doesn't. Okay. Um, you know, what is it, what is it that, um, that, that represents you today? What does your body want to wear today? Okay. Figure it out. Do it. All right. Just try it. Try it for a week. See what you think. You know, you don't have to get rid of the clothes right away. You can put the, the ones don't let you up in a bag in your closet and, you know, leave them there and see if you miss them. You probably won't. You'll probably forget that you own them. Actually. So, um, so that's a really great exercise. Really, really, really uh, sacred exercise. Okay. Huge amount of, um, of self-awareness can be done just in this very simple thing. It's really quite extraordinary. Yeah. So, um, so try that. So then, and then try wearing and, and buying exclusively things that you cannot wait to wear. Okay. And notice what that does for your confidence and your self-image. Okay. It's pretty powerful stuff. So, um, you know, and clothing can also, I just want to say as well, clothing can also really be a, um, you know, clothing represents how you, how you show up in the world. Okay. And how you show up in your in the world is what attracts or does not attract another person. Okay, so I'm I'm attracted very much to um, men who who dress well. Okay, who dress in sort of a, a stylish way um, or a bit a bit sort of formal, right? And I like that. That works for me. Um, and and. And, and again, it's not about sort of formal, better than casual. This is just me personally. I know a lot of people who really don't like that because they feel that it's, you know, it's pretentious or it's overly formal or it makes them uncomfortable or whatever. So, <laughs> so for me, you know, when I see a man who's who well-dressed, it shows me that he's putting effort into how the world is seeing him. Okay. He's self-aware. To me, that indicates self-awareness. It, it doesn't, of course. That's just the 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 connection that's made in my in my brain. Um, but for me, um, you know that that sort of says, oh, I, I I care how I present myself. Okay, some women don't like men who care how they present themselves. Seriously, that's not exactly. You know, it's there there are people out there for everyone. That's why one thing is not better than another. Otherwise, there would be one right way of doing things, and everyone would know it, and we wouldn't be here. So. So the clothing is really about how you present yourself to the world and how you feel, okay? Wear clothes that make you feel fucking amazing. Wear exclusively clothes that make you feel fucking amazing, okay? Every piece of clothing you put on that you own should feel incredible. So great. If it's not, it's dead weight and it's got to go, Okay. I can't tell you the depth to which this affects your, your energy flow. It's really, it's really quite remarkable. Okay. So, um, so let's go on to haircuts. So it's, it's the same thing. There's no one haircut that makes you more attractive to a woman than any other haircut. That's just not a thing. Okay. 
Some people want long, shaggy rocker type of haircut. Some people want, you know, buzz military type of haircut. Some people want, you know, clips, you know, I don't know, regular male, long on top, sort of sides type of thing. Um, you know, some people like rocking the man bun. I like the man bun. I won't lie. Um, and so really, so it's, it's really just about what you feel good in. Okay. So, so there's, so there's, there's, there's finding what represents you and then there's upping your game. Okay. If you do absolutely nothing with your hair because you can't be bothered, that is the energy you will put out. Okay. If you have long hair because you feel like it, you know, it makes you feel like a fucking rocker and that's rad and that's sexy for you. Great. That's a whole different thing. Same haircut, two totally different energies. Does that make sense? Like the, um, you know, you could, you could let it grow out. You could buzz it because you don't want to have the effort. Your hair may not matter to you. It's not about that. It's about what is it that represents you the most? If it doesn't matter to you and you'd rather just buzz it, because you want to focus, you're, you're more interested in other things. Great. Good for you. Do it. Okay. It's just about, it's just about doing things consciously. It's just about the self-awareness. Okay. If you, in a, in a conscious and awake manner, decide that you want to let your hair go and not do anything with it, because that's how you feel best. Great. That will put out the same confidence and energy as someone who, um, who, you know, styles their hair really intentionally because it makes them feel sexy. Either way, it makes you feel sexy. And that's what's communicated. Remember, 93%. Okay? It's not about what haircut you have. It's about how you have your haircut. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I remember that one. So, um, so how you have your haircut, right? It's not the clothes you wear. It's how you wear them. It's how you feel about wearing them. Feelings are what communicate, okay? Energy is what communicates. That's, that's what we're dealing with here. So huge shifts, right? It's, it's a whole different thing. So with haircut, um, you know, same thing. Most important things that you want to think about, how do you want to represent yourself? Okay, who are you in this moment? Who do you want to be? Do you like how your hair is? Have you thought about how your hair is? Does it matter to you? Maybe not. It's fine. It doesn't need to matter. Women don't prefer men whose hair matters over men whose hair does not matter to them. It's, that's irrelevant. You got to be really, you got to be really um, aware of falling into that, that should trap. Like, oh, but women want, mm, nope, stop. Don't blame women for your, <laughs> for your, for your lack of, of, um, of, of success, right? This is about you. You find those ways to love yourself, to be attracted to yourself, to really engage with yourself. They will be falling at your feet. That's how it works. Nothing more attractive. Nothing more attractive. Okay. So, um, and then, then the other thing is, you know, as a, um, you know, once you sort of, you get that, you know, sort of how you are with this particular thing, haircut, let's say, and how you want to represent yourself, then you can think about it from the other side. What do you want her to see? Right? How do you see yourself, but also, you know, what do you want her to, to see you as? You know, how do you want to be seen? 
Okay. But mostly it just comes back down to what haircut makes you most attractive to yourself. Okay. Um, the, the, the haircut that makes you, you know, so attracted to yourself that you get catch glimpses of yourself and passing windows on your way to work. That's the right one. Okay. That one that makes you so excited. And so, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, and so this, this and clothes and, 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 you know, dress and stance and, and all these things, they're about finding out what works for you. Okay. They're about finding out who you are and expressing that. Then, okay, let's come back to the guy who wears flannel and is dressing in a business suit so that he can um, attract a woman, right? When you're, when you're at that place, you're, you're coming at it from, you're radiating out. That's when you're, you're, you're most authentic. And then the women who are attracted to you from that place are already resonant with you. They're already attracted to the real you. That's why it's important. That's why it's, it's not about trying to be someone who you're not. Okay. It's about attracting a life partner with, you know, without trying to be someone who you're not by being authentic, because then you're actually attracting someone who likes the real you because you're risking the real you. You're risking showing people the real you. And if you don't do that, then people don't know what to be attracted to in a way. I mean, obviously it's not a conscious thought, like I'm not sure what to be attracted to, but they won't, they won't get a clear draw, that clear magnetism of like, oh my God, I don't even know this person, but I just have to be around them. I'm so drawn to them. I do. It's so exciting. Right. I've had that. I've, I met someone like that just a few weeks ago. We never even met. We'd met or no, sorry, we met like one night and then we, you know, chatted on Facebook or whatever. And there was just this magnetism. It was just drawn. It's kind of flirtatious and but sexual is be a strong word. It was just attraction, magnetism, right? It's being drawn in. Um, and that's incredibly powerful. And that's what people are lacking when they're looking for a relationship and are not finding it. Okay, they're lacking that magnetism. So it's really so it's a really important thing. Okay. So um so yeah, find find the haircut that represents you. Find the one that um, that you feel expresses you the best and makes you attracted to yourself. That's what it's always coming back to. Okay. So um, so those questions are, are again, just so that you have them again, is the, the most important thing to think about is how do you want to represent yourself? What do you want her to see? How do you see yourself? And what makes you attracted to yourself? Okay. If you're attracted to you, everyone else will be too. Okay. Um, another question that came up with sort of the, was kind of a objective um, or more practical side of things was the, um, is having a job. Okay. One of my clients said, oh, I can't get a girlfriend because I don't have a job. Okay. So does every man who's in a happy relationship have a job every single one? Have you asked them all? So, so again, we make these assumptions, right? We make these sort of wide generalizations about what women want and what you should be like, what you should be successful. Well, not everybody is successful financially, by the way. That's just a very limited even um, definition of that word. Um, but that's how that's how people tend to use it. Okay. Well, so yeah, I have a job and I'm not really sure what I'm doing with my life. And it's like, well, that's okay. 
Can you be in love with yourself in that place? Can you love yourself where you are? Because if you can't, what makes you think she can? Seems a lot to ask, doesn't it? Well, I hate myself, but you, you should definitely love me. Why? What's, what's worth loving if, if you don't show me what's worth loving, if you don't think anything's worth loving? Okay? So this is really about, you know, again, your, your relationship with yourself. And, you know, we've, we've done that before. We've had an episode before called you know, The Art of Being Alone. Um, which really talked about this. It's like, okay, well, how to get how to get your shit together, right? How to get your shit together. I'll post the number again. So we have somebody who's calling in. Um, <clears throat> uh, the number if you want to call in is 708-793-7769. 708-793-7769. You're welcome to call in again. So, so, so really, you know, the, the self-love piece is really, is, it's, it's huge. That's, that's what people are attracted to, is your relationship with yourself, your confidence, your, um, you know, the, there's a lot of strength that comes out in that, a lot of joy, a lot of radiance, and, and the magnetism, which is really, it's, it's very, very powerful, okay? So, you know, as you're looking at objective things, and, and job is one of those things that's included, um, then then look at how they make you feel okay if you're the type of person who um who feels that a job's important then it is for you all right so we've got a call coming in so i'll go ahead and answer that now hi there can you hear me okay hey there can you hear me okay whoops we're having a little sound issue give me just a second here No, all right, that one got lost. I'm sorry about that. You can try again. <laughs> it does tend to take a little bit of a uh, skill getting the um, getting the Skype to work for the calls. But this is great. I appreciate you calling in. Please feel free to do so. Again, can you guys still hear me? Okay. I think I may have fixed it. Hopefully I've fixed it. Um, and if not, you're welcome to post your to post your question on Facebook and I can uh, I can address it right there. So <clears throat> so the job thing is really, you know, it's, and that's a that's a big one as well. Oh, we got a call coming in. Let's try again. Okay. Hi there. Hi, darling. How are you? Awesome. Welcome, Frank. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, I think uh, I think we're okay. Um, I, I'm not hearing any echo on my end. Are you? Yes, 
I'm sorry, I think, I, I think I lost the first part of your uh, story. Can you start again? You said you went to an event uh, a while ago and you were you wore a tuxedo and it made you feel really confident. Is that okay. right? Um, uh, yeah, well, it's just in general. Um, at times where I've felt that I've been radiating my real personality and I've been uh, authentic, mm-hmm. I've also felt that I was attracting people who I'm not completely attracted to, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, so it was a, a middle-aged lesbian came up to me. Well, we had, uh, I guess I was attracted at some level, but I wasn't, I was really looking for, so to speak, mm-hmm. to make sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wondering, um, like, well, if you, if you understood this or could relate to it at all. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I'm glad that you brought that up. Thank you for that. Um, you know, it's true. You'll attract, and when you attract, you will be attractive to everyone, right? We're talking about attraction on a really fundamental energetic level. And so, um, you, you know, you won't only attract people that you're attracted to, you'll attract everyone. The What tends to happen, though, um, well, actually, let me ask you a question first. What did you, um, how did you react when you realized that you were attracting people that you didn't necessarily want to? Well, I enjoyed speaking with people, um, but as far as the physical portion, I'm not looking to attract gay men, age, or middle-aged women at the time. Um, and there were women there who I was attracted to, and not get such a great response from them. Um, and I'm not really sure why that puzzle I'm trying to piece together. So the women that you were attracted to um, were not attracted back to you? I suppose, I guess not. And I also felt, I felt my radiance dissipate around it. Like I felt a blocking, as you, as you put it. Yep. Like I felt um Around a couple, and then around a couple of other people, even though I I felt good, it's just seemed that they were occupied or were not interested. Yeah. So that's a, that brings up a really good point. I'm so glad that you said that. Um, so <clears throat> what tends to happen is, you know, even if you're feeling you're feeling confident, you're feeling radiant, things tend to shift when you find someone you really want. Okay, so there's a couple of different things happening here, and I want to address all of them. Um, one is this, this sort of phenomenon. So you could be, let's say you're a very confident person, you're funny, and you're quick, and you're, um, you're socially skilled, and you have all these, um, you know, this sort of natural tendency to be kind of effervescent and confident. Even those people who have lots of social skills and find socializing being very easy, when they find someone that they're really attracted to, will often hit blocks, okay? Because the stakes just got raised. Now, all these issues come up. It's like, oh, I, I love myself. Everything's great. And then you find someone you really want. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, 
shit. I mean, I, I, uh, um, you barely look at them or the words don't come to my mouth. Right. You know? Right. And that's, and that's exactly that block that you're talking about. That's exactly that block. Um, so there's something there. So then that got in the way. So this is a great teachable moment because you were wearing a tux. You felt great. You felt confident. You were attracting just about everyone, right? It was really, it was something kind of an almost universal thing. And then when you saw someone that you really wanted, something got in the way, that block came up, right? Yeah. And so, um, and yeah. so that's where the work is to be done. Right in that space. Okay. So you, so you accomplished the task and then you, you know, you, you got to that radiant place and then you kind of up, up the level, right? All of a sudden it was like, oh wait, but, but I actually want to attract one that I want. And then that hit a different issue. Okay. And that issue got in the way and then the, 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 the block was there. So that sounds like what was happening. Does that sound about right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking to a few people and I noticed, I mean, what I can just be all the ball and like, oh my God, <laughs> like what do I think? Uh, right. And was that, was that self-doubt that came up? Was it self-doubt? Um, I suppose there was an element that I, you know, what was the feeling that happened? Um, do you, do you, can you think in your mind of one of these times that this happened when someone came up to you that you were really attracted to? Someone came up to me who I was very attracted to. Yeah. That night that you were in the tux and you were feeling really good. Um, can you think of one time you said it happened several times one one of just pick one of those times that evening where someone came up and you felt attracted to that person well as if I stood when I saw them or mm-hmm. if they came up to me like, yeah no, as, soon as, you, me. as soon as you saw them and felt the attraction um, well there was uh there was her there was uh an artist, there's actually a male, okay. uh, and so he that we started talking, and I just really got into hearing about his story, his art work, and there was a woman on the dance floor, and who I asked for a dance, and we did it. Guess she had to teach me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so when you saw that on crutches, came next to me. So when you saw that person, the artist, let's just use that as an example, when you felt the attraction, you saw him and you felt the attraction, what was, if you can slow down that moment, way, 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 way down, you see this person, you feel attraction, and then what happened? What was the thought? Do you know? Who is this? Okay. Okay. And what was the next one? Let me find out. Okay, good. And then, then what? I uh, went and introduced myself. I think he might have been speaking with someone who brought me to the party. So, so I find like a mutual friend of us. Okay. And when did the so block, was like, when did the block come up? Well, there was a block there. Um, because I don't think I was not sexually attracted to them, but that's certainly an attraction. You know, the pure sense of the word, mm-hmm. magnetism. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but that one didn't make you shut down then. You weren't, you weren't, uh, no, to block them. Okay. Correct. So, so the way to, so the way to find it, and unfortunately we have to wrap up here in just a minute, but you know, the way to find that is to go to one of those experiences that you had that evening. Okay. And it sounds like that was not the one <clears throat> um, where you felt the block. Okay. And slow and right, you know, that first moment when you went, Oh, and then sort of like shut down or, or block yourself or however you experience that in your body. And then slow that moment way, way, way down and find the words that came up right before that block just slammed in. Right. And then what those words will be, those words will really, um, will, will be the entire answer. It's right there. There will happen sort of subconsciously, which is why you really need to slow things down. But if you examine it really moment by moment, you can find the exact sentence, the exact phrase um, that occur that 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 hit you right before the, the block shut you down, and and that will provide a lot. Does that was there a moment that you felt that block go up that you can remember? Um. I mean, I I think so, and I think it does. I think it does stem from self doubt, lack of self worth, rather. Um, like, why do it? Like, I don't deserve that. Why I could not attract someone? I find that effective. Like, that's not. Um, so I don't have the exact words yet, but. But I do see that, um, you know, starting to come together or see more clearly. Yeah. So that phrase that you just said, I don't deserve that. Is that what it was? No, no. It was more like, like, like I, I can't, like I don't, like she wouldn't, like, uh, I can't find find the words. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. I'm just talking. Yeah, it's like uh, making me sort of cringe up. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so the cringing is the defense. Perfect. Great awareness. That's really really good. So um, it's going to be something along the lines of what you're you're sort of dancing around it a little bit. You know, I don't deserve this, and or I couldn't attract that type of you know. And you sort of so those may not quite be the right words, but it's basically one of those things. Um. And and that self and the self worth. This is why attraction is such a beautiful place to work. It's so authentic. So you feel the attraction. It's rich. It's beautiful. And then you know, boom, something comes in and and shuts things down, right? Yeah. So um, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's really that's really brilliant. Um, you know, uh, that's so the way through this for you. Um, is to find, is to just sit and find that phrase. You know, the, the particular words are actually pretty relevant. And, you know, you seem like you're very self-aware already. You, you have a sense of, you know, what feels right and what doesn't. They will feel right. You'll land on one thing and go, ah, or tears will come. That's a sign that there's truth, okay, that, 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 you've, that you've hit what's really true. Um, and so finding that phrase and then just recognizing it in the moment. And those, those two exercises will take you very, very, very far in this particular issue. Um, 
find the, find the phrase and then notice when it happens. I feel a try. Oh God. Oh God. It's like, Oh wow. Look at, Oh Jesus. No, you know, and just sort of notice the shutdown. Notice when it happens. Notice when it doesn't happen. Is it mostly with men? Is it mostly with women? Um, it's only with certain, certain kinds of people, you know, and just sort of explore it and do it with a, a childlike curiosity. You know, I, w- I wonder what this is about. This is interesting. It's tricky, of course, because it's, it's a painful thing. But, you know, if you can sit with that, that's really, that's really where the value is, um, I think, for you at this point. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. I, I appreciate it. I have some thinking to do on that or some feeling, I guess. <laughs> What is that feel, feeling overthinking? Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you sharing. That was really great. Yeah, I look forward to everything to my show. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Bye. So that was a really, really great example um, of, of how these kinds of things work. You know, it's really, um, it's really about that place of um, seeing, seeing really objectively what's going on. Okay. Um, what is it that's, what is it actually that's happening? You know, because, you know, you know, that man, Frank, he may have gone to this location and said, you know, I, I dressed, I, I did everything down he said on her show. I dressed in a tux and I felt great. And I was attracting people and still the people I wanted didn't want me. And you can see how you can sort of bundle that all in one. But when you start to dissect it, well, that is what happened, but it's not for the reason you think. So like, that's interesting because okay, so you were radiant. And then you saw someone you really wanted and then bam, there come the self-worth issues. And then the self-worth issue kicks in and then that's why the person wasn't attracted. So there's all these different sort of um, layers and things going on and it is incredibly valuable. I mean, I can't even tell you um, the amount of value that you can get out of just this sort of self-examination you know, on this really kind of you know, deep and intricate level. Um, and so unfortunately, that's really all the time that we have for today. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me this week. I had a really um, wonderful time with you. Thank you so much, Frank, for calling in. That was really great. And um, I will look forward to seeing you all next week. Best of luck, happy dating, and I'll speak with you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.